Yo, yo. Welcome back again to our, you know, Blackout Tuesday series. We're, we're hanging out uh, today uh, with uh, some of our producers uh, and our, um, uh, our community uh, in observance of Blackout Tuesday. And we're hanging out um, and highlighting some of our producers. I hope you guys hadn't got tired of us, uh, but we want to highlight our producers. We want to bring them, uh, bring them on, and show you the uh, the people that are behind the tracks. Because a lot of times you see names and you don't really make a connection, um, you know, because they're doing uh, they're doing their tracks and they're they're doing great work, and you're enjoying what they're doing inside uh, of your worship services using their music. But uh, I felt that it was a need today to bring on some of our top producers because if you go on loop community the front page and you scroll up to the bottom and you look at the the top producers on the site seven out of the ten that we uh of, of the top producers on our website are african-american uh and we want to highlight that we want to honor that and we want to hear their stories and we want to take this time and this opportunity on this platform to also uh speak against uh some of the injustice some of the inequality uh, that's happening. And I'm, I'm, I'm allowing these producers to share their stories uh, on this feed and on this stuff. So I'm going to bring in my guy, Marcus Murray, next. Uh, and then we're going to also hear from my guy, Sheridan Williams, in this session. Uh, so I'm bringing in Marcus. So let's get Marcus in here. Wait, no Marcus to get in here. There he is. What's up? What's up? What's up Marcus man? Murray. What's going on, man? Mr. Black Married and Debt Free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, man. I got my, my um music IG got hacked, so yeah. <laughs> I just I'll go with this. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other story, man. I remember when it happened, you just like, leave, man. That's crazy. Right. This is the hackers, man. Hackers. Hackers. So check this, y'all. Okay, so folks, people that are in the building, we have Marcus Murray. You guys don't really understand how much of a treat this is. So I just got off with Brian Williams, right, who was the MJ. He's the MJ of <laughs> <laughs> the, the Michael Jordan of, 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 of all of our tracks. Uh, Brian is the Michael Jordan of the tracks on the, on the site. And if Brian is the Michael Jordan, then I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. Um, Marcus Murray is LeBron. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if Brian is MJ, Marcus is LeBron. Oh, you can be Kobe. Who you want to be, man? You can be who hey, you want. I'll take Brian. I'll take Brian. You take Brian. <laughs> you take Brian. I mean, hey, this Cali, you know what I'm saying? He's out there with the Lakers now. He's 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 uh he's he's team he's team uh team with uh, uh purple and purple and gold, you know what I'm saying? Lakers. Yeah. yeah, so we go. We go see what what happens. You know, when if they ever get back to sports right now, because sports sucks right now. They playing stuff from like nineteen ninety two. I think I logged. I, I hit ESPN the other day, man. It was like the nineteen ninety eight Olympics. So I was like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Like, there's no live sporting events going on, man. They doing like spelling bee challenges, and they just trying their best to keep up with the content, man. They they try. They talking about season 2022 now. They 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 don't have nothing else to talk about in the sports arena right now. It's just it just sucks, man. But yo, we wanted to bring you on, man, to allow you to again, like we've been doing all day, highlighting our producers, 
highlighting our uh, our African American producers because um, you know we are a significant part of the community, um, a very significant part of the community, and what we do uh, as Loop community, as Loop, and of course we're the part of the we make up the Loop Gospel Division. It's what we've been um, uh, demarked. With our, that's our demarcation, you know, right. on how we do business as Loop Gospel. Uh, but uh, but we've been at this for what five years, five six years now. I think it's been. Yeah. yeah. And you came in. When did you come in? Twenty fifteen. You came. So you came. You were a part of the first batch that came in. Yeah. yeah. You, you were part of. And you've got what's your, what's your track count? You you're on up to what now? You know what, John? It's one. I might be at one nineteen ish. Yeah. So that's maybe the, in 20s, but I'm not sure. That's, see, that's between like you and Brian are always like, like right there. Like it'll be like one month you'll be number one, and then B will be like, oh no, nah. he'll throw up two tracks, and then he's like here, and then y'all are just like stacking tracks, man. Now, John, it's funny because when you first asked me, uh, when you first reached out to me to be a contributor, uh, I listened to like you and Brian, you know, how y'all conversate. You did the same thing to me, hit me up on Instagram. And he's like, I want to talk. And I was like, man, this is different. Usually I'm thinking we're going to do it via text. You yeah. know, I want to talk on the phone. I'm like, okay, he's, he's for real. Yeah, I'm for real. So we <laughs> and then uh, immediately after I got with you, I was like, who's the num- who's the top dog? If uh, I'm going to do this, I was like, who's number one? So I immediately saw this dude, Brian, he's killing. So that began to make me get, you know, build up my hustle and, and also build up my quality because I, I don't know if you, man, yeah. if you go back and listen to my old tracks, they were just not great. All of our old <laughs> tracks suck, man. We all got sucky old tracks. See, that's that Braun yeah. mentality. That's what I'm talking about. That's that Braun mentality. <laughs> oh, okay, Joint got 10 raids. All right. right. All right, I'm going to get got, 11. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to at least try, man. So I, I wouldn't be number two if, I, if Brian wasn't number one. Let's be like that. Ah, <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. I like it, man. So look, man, tell tell the people, give them an introduction to who because you got a lot of really dope stuff. And I really that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on, man, because you're you're you killing it on so many fronts, not just uh from the um the the track and the production standpoint, but you have this, I I, I like to call it an initiative. Now, yes, of course, it's another business and things that you that you run. But it's also an initiative uh, to educate uh, African Americans uh, in the area that matters most, and that's economics and finance, um, which is what we really need to strengthen our position in the in the global economy, in the United States economy, um, because it, it you know racism sits, talks, but money speaks louder. You know what I'm saying? R- racism and in- inequality and all of that, you know, um, is one thing. But economics, the color green always goes over the color black and the color white. Because at the end of the day, it's it's be real. It's about the green when it comes to our economy and building things. And the more green you got, um, they the less the less black they see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have done an amazing job at uh, starting this initiative that is educating uh, our community on so many levels uh, and, and inspiring that hustle mentality um, in us to uh, get out of the, the poverty level, get above the poverty level, 
get into investments. And I'm not going to dig into your stick because, you know, that's your, that's your bag. So I'm not going <laughs> to dig into it for you. You know, I'm going to let you explain to the people, one, you know, tell them about what you do, tracks and all that stuff like that. Then we want, I want to get into some of this black mirrored and debt-free stuff. Man, I appreciate it, John. So this is really weird because, like, pretty much my two worlds are colliding. Yeah. I got my music world, and then I'm on uh, via my Black Mary Death Free platform. Right. So I have some people in here, too. So um, pretty much Black Mary Death Free is, 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 is it's an affirmation. Mm -hmm. uh, me and my wife, 2017, we uh, were able to pay off all of our debts. Wow. And, uh, you know, that after we did that, we began just kind of documenting uh, where we were at that moment. We were excited. And so we when you say in debt, you're talking about house. Right, our condo. You was in cars, cars, credit card uh, debt, all yeah, of that stuff. All how, how much debt was it? It was. We like to say six figures, just to kind of put a make it simple. But it was uh, around one hundred ten thousand dollars. And so we did. Yeah, we we paid that off in two years, a little over two years. Jesus. And uh, yeah, so after that, we just started kind of, you know sharing our process, sharing exactly how we did it. And we began to see like how much that was affecting people and how uh, much that people were, you know, enjoying our story. So we just been going strong at it for years. Message, where's Dave Ramsey? <laughs> well, who needs Dave Ramsey when you got a Marcus Murray? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. So, um, you know, we've been kind of just, just building that platform, uh, created a podcast, created uh, hours of free content, just sharing financial literacy uh, with everyone, but specifically the black community, because like you're saying, John, uh, there are so many layers to, to it. There's, yeah. there's so many layers and economics is definitely in, in that yeah. thing that we need to, to uh, better ourselves in. Uh, and, you know, and, and like you said, the more uh, wealth you have and, you know, the, the less black they see now, they'll always see they black. See and black. They'll always yeah, they don't see black. Right. But, um, you know, it definitely helps and, it, and nothing yeah. else. It helps put your the people after you in a better position. So exactly. that's yeah. our goal Legacy. to create wealth for, for our kids and along the way to share uh, with other families and other people that look like us. So that's, oh, that's kind I'm of where you. That's what it is. Like you like said, the, 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 the more wealth you gain now, like I said, they'll always see black. But, but your money, your money will say some things. Uh, before you get there, you know what I'm saying right. about you. You know they'll look at your name. You know in some of these high ticket places, they'll look at your name on a list. You know what I mean? And because and then the money that it took for you to get there, and they're like, oh, okay, this is Mr. Murray. You know they they they, they don't know they don't know what you look like it, right? But then you walk in and they see you and they put the name with the face. Your money said that you're supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that is a big. A big piece of it, man, that I think is is thinking I think is awesome that you're you're bridging that gap. I mean, now this platform has grown exponentially over like the last year. This platform that you built because you're like what I know IG. What you guys? I think you're twenty plus thousand on each on each platform, right? That you're, that you're yeah, doing. yeah. I think we're over twenty five on IG and twenty five on YouTube. So they kind of been growing, you know, together. So man, we're just happy and we just like I said, we're just sharing our story and sharing the things we learn. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people, there's people that know more, there's people that are yeah. more into the investing and different things, but you know, people want to hear our voice and that's what we learn. So yeah. the little bit that we teach, we feel that it's, it's being well received. So yeah, it's, it's, we gonna keep it's, 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 it's necessary because we need more people like, you know, me and you had these conversations, like you said, you've seen the Dave Ramsey's, 
you know, white guy, excellent in the education. He's he's paved the way for a lot of us financially and really giving us that education. He's a white guy, though. And then you've seen, uh, we talk about Graham Stephan, you know, that guy is killing the game right now, that you see a lot of him and his, his platform and how he's educating people financially. But where are us, you know? who in our community because it matters when we see us doing it you know what i mean when, you know i can i can sit and listen to dave ramsey all day and i can try to soak it up i can listen to graham all day and try to soak up information and knowledge but 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 what turns my head and glues my eyes is when i see oh that's a black man wait a minute he made it right <laughs> he, he did it he paid yeah. it off he got out of debt he paid his house off he paid his car off Wait a minute. He bought real estate. Right. You know, it's it's like you and our rich journey and a few, you know, a few others that are just in the African-American space that are really paving the way and doing what needs to be done to really help us fight injustice. Uh, I Absolutely. saw I heard, I heard a post. I saw a post earlier that says, you know, the way you fight it, uh, your way you fight injustice is two ways. You fight it. You fight it with your wallet and you fight it at the voting booth. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? You find, yeah, yep. Chris Hogan is another one. Yeah, uh, but yep. yeah, you 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 hit it. Marcus paid it all. Marcus <laughs> <laughs> paid it all, <laughs> all to him. My own. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's amazing, dog. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, you make some good points. But yeah, you fight it with your you fight it with your wallet. You fight injustice and inequality with your wallet, and you fight it with your with with your um uh with your with your vote. You know what I mean? Those are two ways that you can that you can help to fight this uh, this stuff that we're going through. Uh, so, um, but yeah, man, it's great. I think you're doing amazing things with your tracks and with your with your um, um, and with your platform, your Black Mirror and Debt Free platform that is just killing the game. But I wanted to also, uh, I think I lost your audio. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can okay. hear you still there. Okay. Um, uh, I wanted you, you know, because we talked about you know sharing these stories of injustice, these stories of 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 inequality and how we kind of got through it because I, I've been using this analogy all day of uh, a hard drive, you know what I'm saying? And and, and you know, as African Americans, there's these files that are in, that are that are over our course of our life that are installed in our hard drive. And when you right. get enough files on that hard drive built up, you have what they call an operating system. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the operating system is how you operate, how you function. And so these applications that are running in the background, these processes that are running in the background, uh, dictate to us, uh, dictate to our operating system how to uh, how to handle day to day life. And a lot of us have some things that are that are that are moving around in that operating system that are keeping us keeping us, you know, in a place uh, and opening us up. Um, you know, so I want I wanted to give people the opportunity to tell their story. So. Uh, are there some stories or there's some 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 things that you've been through or some places that you walked through where you uh, you felt like you experienced that inequality or that racial profiling or those things of that nature? Yeah, John, I was laughing when you was talking, man. It kind of cut for a second, but I heard the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, man, you're looking at a professional code switcher, man. Wow. And it's sad that that is my reality, but yeah. You go through life, and, and I'll get to like some specifics, but just in general, you go through life always trying to come off as non-threatening. Yeah. See, and, now you need to explain that the point you just made because it may be some, you know, that that's that's a good code for us. We understand what code switching means, but there may yeah. be some some Caucasian people that are watching that <laughs> don't understand what the word code switch means. So explain code switching. 
So code switching is when you're able to, when you're with your boys, you're able to talk that language. What's up, dog? You know what What's up, bro? Right. And then when you're in the presence of people who don't look like you, you're, you're able to, to switch it up, yeah. you know, almost seamlessly. Seamlessly. Oh, bro. <laughs> and, and awesome. Amazing. <laughs> you're right. Bro that's, bro, that's awesome. But then when you get yeah. the dog, bro, doc, right. Yeah. <laughs> my... I'm not going to say right. the word that I really want to say, but my brother, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? But then it's bro, and it's, it's yeah. bro, it's, you know, awesome. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's that, that, but, but part of that is language. You, you got to, especially when you're doing business, you have to be a professional code switcher. You have to know how to talk people's language. You know what I mean? Because you can't roll up in the boardroom like, what up? You know? <laughs> You can't, you can't, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't do that in the boardroom. So there's a certain way, there's so there's a certain, uh, you do have to understand the code switching is, uh, is, um, is we get it honest. We, ha you have to, like Marvin said, I mean, I'm just saying you have to, you know, and that's, and, yeah. and, and I'm pretty sure if we talked to, if we had a Caucasian brother on here to really explain, I'm pretty sure they switch codes too, just like we do. They have, they have a language that they talk with their boys and they have a language that they talk with their business colleagues and they have a language yeah. that they the, talk. The, the only thing is, the, the only thing is, is like, I think it, the, the line can get thin. Oh, for real. Uh, because when you cross over to having to make yourself, like I said, I have to constantly be in a state of making myself appear non-threatening. I love it. And yeah. that's something that going back to that hard drive, that's something that I was I, I learned at a young age. Mm. You know, I'm six two. Uh and when I come in a room, you know, you I kinda I can't I can't stick my chest out and, and have a lot of bass in my voice. I gotta yeah. you know what I mean? You know, you got you gotta turn your head around for it. You know, exactly you, you can't walk up Even in there the like <laughs> Even with the platform I have uh i have to be careful I, I started out being a little more careful with my me and my wife's platform black Mary dead free but as i i just turned 35 and as i age i'm like you know what i'm 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 off that you know i'm who i am so and who i am is not uh should i should not feel like who i am is is uncouth or too oh. good you know? so i think there's a thin line uh, but to speak to like specific incidents, I work nights uh, on my job, and yeah. Marcus is a vampire, yo. Yeah, I'm a vampire. I work braids, yeah, so for, for a blood bank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a literal vampire. He's a literal <laughs> vampire. He works at a he works at a blood bank, right? At night. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I come home. I'm coming home late at night, three a.m. You know. And I I used to drive a white Honda Accord, mm. and it was like a '97 Honda Accord, decent vehicle. Mm -hmm. And John, man, I was getting pulled over like multiple times. There was a there was like a span of like a couple of weeks when I was getting pulled over. I got pulled over like three times. Wow, and man, something's not right, man. And uh, no tickets, so they were literally just pulling me over. Um, it looked like you were swerving. Is everything all right? I was like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm, mm. I'm good. Okay, okay. I was like, is that I do could do a violation? No. And so I was I was bugging out about that. And come to find out, just doing some research that white vehicles are like the high like they, they, they put cops on high alert when, when you're driving a white vehicle for some reason. Wow. Especially when you're a black man in a white vehicle. So 
Wow. I feel like I was being profiled. And so my wife, you know, my wife, she's like, a, she's like a pit bull, man. Wow. She bites somebody's head off of me. So she, you know, called the police department and, and kind of, you know, shared that she felt I was being profiled and different things like that. Uh, but the last time that that happened to me, man, I got pulled over leaving work. And this was after the Orlando Castillo mm. shooting Minnesota a couple mm. years back. John, I was ripped with fear. Yeah. Like, I can't really explain it, man. Like, he pulled me over, and I was just, I was petrified, man. And I never felt like that, you know, yeah. as an adult. Like, I know. That's the last, as a, as a man, you don't not want to feel that feeling, but I felt helpless. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I was just like, this could be it. Right. This could be it. You know, mm -hmm. I made my peace. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, got, got right, you know, make sure to put that float out there. Right. But after that, I said, no more, man. I got rid of that vehicle. Wow. I've been driving my wife's Prius to work. Jeez. I ain't got pulled over in years. <laughs> Wow. See, I did not know that. See, you really just taught me something because that's the first time I've heard that about that. You know, if you if you have a white vehicle that 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 opens you up to more. Uh, that's why I think that's one of the reasons why I thank God now that I have a um, I have a minivan. I drive a minivan. Yeah. Around. <laughs> I have a minivan. I drive, And I, I had been pulled over years since I had a minivan. I'm telling you. And it, that just, it just speaks to, you know. How we're constantly, like I said, that code switching, that that appearing non-threatening, like that's always in the back of our mind. I got to do X, Y, and Z. I need to move like this. And it's unfortunate that we have to move like that, but that's that's just the world we live in. And I appreciate this platform and being able to talk about it openly because we can't just talk about this on any on any regular day. It took something mm -hmm. crazy happening in the world for this to be acceptable conversation right. because the other day it's just like man y'all y'all just y'all complaining too much you know right so i appreciate that now sadly passing of this brother but now we can have these conversations in this dialogue hopefully and people are receptive to it. it's just kind of sad it took something like this to get to, you know that I mean? part that part it really does man and i hate it i hate that we we've been that this is the the thing that opens it up but at the same time it opened you know what i'm saying uh, and now yeah. we're we're in a place where we can really express, and they're listening. Like I told, I think I said earlier, I've gotten so many DMs uh, today, uh, so many uh, messages and texts and stuff today from people that are saying, like, you know, I'm talking about my white brothers and Caucasian brothers that are saying, you know, wow, like I never knew that, like, wow, that that really helped me. Wow, that's amazing. Like, like I never knew, and and, and I've been get, I've got I've got a couple of messages that people were apologizing, like I'm sorry that you had to experience that. I'm sorry for your your you know what what you've had to endure. Like, and to me, it's just like this is every day. Like, yeah, like this did you know? I this that's just one incident that I can remember. There's been so many that I right. can't. It's just you become because I told I said it earlier, like with the job the, the 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 situation that happened with me getting pulled over. Uh, and uh, with not pulled over, but uh, having a car accident that wasn't my fault. Somebody else caused a white lady caused it, and a police officer comes out, pulls his gun, pulls his gun on me, you know, because I was going in the back seat, and I'm like, yo, like this is a traffic accident. Yeah. How I'm gonna get killed at a traffic accident? Like that what didn't even that wasn't even my fault. Like I'm, right. this is how I'm gonna go out. This is it. Like this is it. Right. Traffic. I didn't even. I mean, no record. I've never been in. I, 
I don't even think I've been in detention in my life. <laughs> I ain't even been in detention. I ain't even ISS, bro. I ain't even been in ISS. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm about to go out at a traffic stop. You know what I'm saying? Not in a traffic stop, at a traffic accident. A fender bender. I just hit the, I just hit her bumper. She pulled in my lane and I ran into her bumper. He's raining outside. And my son yeah. started, you know what I'm saying? We laugh about it, but that's our experience. You know what I'm saying? We 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 joke about it. We're able to literally like laugh and smile and 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 make jokes about it, but that's the reality of our experience. You know what I'm saying? It's the reality of our experience and it should not be that way. It's gotten this way through, you know, so many systematic ways that go all the way back to slavery and go all the way back to all of that good stuff like that. But um, it is sad that it still exists in this in this form today that we're still uh, dealing with the residue of of racism, the rate residue of slavery, you know, from from back there. We're still dealing with these residuals of yeah. these things. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just sad, man. But I'm glad that we're able to have these conversations now in a form where we have people that can, the, the counterparts are open to listen to our right. story and listen to what we have to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. And like what I'm, I heard somebody say like, this this generation, our generation, 35 and down, millennial, whatever, however you want to classify it, may be the least prejudiced. Yeah. Of all, like, because yeah. you see the people out there with the protests, and it, it's a mixed bag, man. Yeah. It's everybody yeah. out there. So I appreciate that people are listening, one, and speaking also. And when I say people, I mean, you know, people who don't look like us. I like it. I think that's that's awesome. And that's yeah. that's definitely the start, man. So hopefully my kids' generation won't have to deal with this, this yeah, stuff. That's that our we, prayer. Yeah, that's it, man. So That's our prayer, man. But, yeah, I, I'm going to bring in – I want to bring in my, my other brother, uh, Sheridan. Uh, to talk with him uh, as well and highlight him. Um, Marcus is is uh, it's, it's just amazing, man. You're doing some amazing stuff on with your with your platform with Black Merit and Debt Free. Uh, you're literally, fundamentally, actually changing the game. People talk about, oh yeah, Roma changed the game. No, you are changing the game, sir. And I salute you for that. I salute you for that. For 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 taking that opportunity. And and pouring back into our generation, teaching them about. I mean, you got two rental properties out of state, you know, out of state. You you live in California, and you got property here in North Carolina. <laughs> it's funny, John. That's people been status. Asking, people ask us about the story, and you're always in the in our rental property story because really, like, yeah, because I always like we wanted to rent out of state, and I was like, I had a friend in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I was like, man. Might be cool. I said. Then he moves to North Carolina. I was like, North Carolina might be cool. It was like, like you're always attached to that story. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have been been a part of your part of your story. Just give me two percent. That's all I'm asking right. for. Just, just like the just like a gallon of milk, man. Just give me ten. Just give me two percent. That's how I like my milk. Just two percent, right. bro. Just two percent <laughs> of what you got. So, uh, man, I really appreciate. It. So, give the people uh, the platforms, the places where they can find one, where they can find your tracks, and two. Uh, you know, you just because you got like five, you like me, man. You got about five business, businesses and stuff <laughs> that you're doing. So just, yeah, hit the people to what it is that you do and where they can catch up with you. Cool. So for music and for everything I'm doing on Loop Community, uh, simply go to loopcommunity.com uh, or loopgospel.com and type Marcus, uh, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, Murray, M-U-R-R-E-Y in the search browser, and you can check out any of my tracks. 
if you want to uh, connect with anything me and my wife are doing on the Black Mary and Death Free platform, just Google Black Mary and Death Free, type that in any search browser, and we love to, to have you. I appreciate this opportunity, John. You know, I love you, man. Yes, sir. And I'll let y'all later. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Brian Marcus is that guy, man. Uh, let me get him out and let me see if I can bring in my dude Sheridan. Uh, where's where's Sheridan at? Are you still here, bro? There you are. Okay, I'm going to bring you in, sir. We can get Sheridan in here. There he is, doctor. What's going on, brother? Man, I appreciate you taking out the opportunity to hang with us. Man, I, listen, I got a lot to thank you for, brother. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. So I wanted to, you know, bring you in. Of course, this is what we're doing today, man. We're highlighting our African-American, our black um, producers on uh, Loop Community, uh, putting a face to the tracks, you know what I'm saying, putting a story behind the music uh, that, that, that is blessing churches all across America, all across the world, man. We got people in Australia and Korea and, and uh, man, Israel and Africa and China and South America and Brazil that are, that are using our tracks uh, on a week-to-week -week basis, man. And so um, uh, it's, it, we want to be able to put that, that face uh, to that and tell the story. Uh, tell the stories behind uh, our producers because I said this on on the stream earlier. Um, you know, um, we, you know, we are some of the top producers on the site are African American, and and I think it, we it, it warrants us to bring attention to that. You know what I mean? And 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 celebrate that and highlight that. So, uh, man, Sheridan, you've been with us since what? 18, 2018? 2018. <clears throat> wow. You've been with yeah. us a few years, man, and, and been, mm -hmm. been hitting us. So, uh, man, I want you to give us the story, man. Tell us, tell us who you are, where you're from, let the people know, you know, okay. a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Sheridan Williams. I'm born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, of course, everybody knows where that is now. Uh, right. Uh, we're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I've been playing, playing seriously since I was about 15. Um, professionally since I was about 18. Um, wow. been producing, uh, I think we talked about this last live we did 2012 was a magic year. It um, was. That, that's when I really started honing in on production and, and really understanding, uh, the difference between just playing and actual production. Um, and I've had a lot of, a lot of mentors help me along the way, uh, to, uh, get to that point. Uh, shout out to my boy, Anthony Christian, uh, Titus Robertson, my dude, uh, Ever oh. Hatcher. Uh, a lot of guys I rub shoulders with now that uh, I mean still keep me in that vein and still you know help me to uh, to to reach goals, man. And we all grow together. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. In a nutshell, man. But you're you're doing great, man. You got some amazing sounding tracks. I know you just you did what Jubilee Worship Atmosphere mm -hmm. Shift, and you're you're doing you're you're covering a lot of even some of the cross cultural music and stuff that we got mm -hmm. you know that we got going on the site and stuff like that. So you've been you've been doing an amazing job. So Ben, uh, hit us a little bit about you haven't been caught up in any of the craziness in Louisville. Um, yes and no. Um, it's, I mean it's everywhere, it's everywhere. Um, but and it's two sides to the narrative too. I definitely want to make that known. Um, there are 
people who are protesting and there are people who are destroying property and looting. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they're one and the same. The majority of the time, they're not one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I have my opinions and, and revelations about that. I won't even say opinions because, I mean, facts are facts. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it is a, um, some move for people to discredit uh, what's going on, what we're trying to accomplish, uh, because it's, I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, you know, Breonna Taylor, she got killed, you know, earlier in the year. Um, mm-hmm. Why did everything explode now? But I understand mm-hmm. it's because it's happening so repeatedly and it's happening so exactly. much and nothing has been done about it. And I think uh, uh, Marcus was pointing out that this generation is different. This generation, mm-hmm. this young, gen- the younger generation right under us, they're different. Um, exactly. You know, a few things have happened and they're like, okay. And it just, it built and it built and it built. I, I believe one of my friends uh, said that, you know, you can only put so much uh, pressure on a pressure cooker before it explodes. Mm-hmm. And we're experiencing that right now. I mean, it's been, it's been crazy. It's, and I mean, it continues to happen. And the sad part about it is, is you either see a hot or cold police officer. There's nobody in between. Right. There's nobody who's, you know, um, you see the ones who um, will react and overreact or you see the ones who are reasonable and I won't call them cold. I'll say warm. Uh, who are reasonable, who are understand they're real people. I have a lot of uh, police officers here in the city who are friends who I'm seeing on the news down there on the front lines, wow. you know, uh, putting their life on the line, but still um, and black, black police officers that, that have to be on both sides of the line and, yeah. and have to understand and juggle that, that. And I mean, it's a struggle. I know it's a struggle for them um, to, to do that, but I mean, we're struggling. We're, yeah. we're definitely struggling in this situation and we need, we need God and we need leadership. Um, and I think we're, we're winning on some, some parts of that and we're majorly failing. And I won't get descriptive on that, but I don't have to get descriptive because you yeah, know what I'm know. talking about. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely been interesting. I mean, even yesterday, uh, you know, I, I had to, my, my family was inside and they were playing and I, I've been off social media um, you know, sparingly just to keep my mind clear. Uh, but, yeah, you know, same, I kind of got back on Sunday and uh, Monday and I had to, I literally had to just go outside and catch a breath. I was going to go out there for five minutes and I'm sitting on the bump, bumper of my car um, just looking through my phone, man. And it's like, next thing you know, I'm I'm looking up and it's what, two hours later. Wow. Um, and I mean, it's just, it becomes so overwhelming and I'm like, man, I need, like, I need a break from this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I had shot my pastor a text earlier concerning the issue that was going on, just kind of informing him of something. And, uh, he shot me back a text, um, that was essentially saying, you know, we all have to find our lanes. Everybody can't protest, but if you can't Fact. protest, you know, write. If you can't write, sing, if you can't sing, create, if you can't create, you know, find, find some way to allow your voice to be heard and to let the masses know that what's been going on for far too long mm. needs to stop. It has to stop. Mm. And I mean, like y'all were saying, man, you, you got six, God bless your heart. Um, <laughs> I got two kids. I got two girls. Um, yeah. I have uh, nephews, an uh, uh, 18-year-old godson. I mean, all of that comes to mind. And even uh, my wife, my wife told me, you know, and she constantly says it, um, me and 
me and uh, my cousin, when we leave our house, she's concerned the whole time. Even Sunday, wow. uh, one of the police officers who uh, murdered uh, Breonna Taylor used to live in my neighborhood. Wow. Um, so the protesters, some of the protesters got his address, but it was his old address. He moved in January and they were on their way out here. So at the end of service, I'm getting a text, hey, they're on their way out here to the neighborhood. And, you know, I'm panicking because, yeah. you know, I want my family to be safe. And they were literally a three minute walk from my Jesus. house, three minute walk from my house. Jesus. So, I mean, it's 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 a lot, man. It's a whole lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a lot to process, man. And you're like in the thick of it. You're in one of those hot zones right now. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of, um, you know, where the people are really. And you know, and, and and I know there are a lot of people that that look at it, and and by no by no means do we condone, uh, you know, any violence against people, against property, against uh, businesses, any of those things. That that is, uh, I, I've been very vocal about that. To you know, me and my wife have talked about it. That that is definitely not the way to express uh, your frustration. Uh, but the the reality of it is, and it's 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 amazing. I know some people I've heard this said over the course of since last Monday, I've heard this said as regards to the protesting from, from some people that I've seen on social media making uh, ignorant statements. Uh, and and, and also, when I say ignorant, I mean like they're ignoring, they're, they're, it's out of ignorance. They really don't mm -hmm. know any better. And yeah. it's, it's because of how they process their thoughts. And so they make ignorant statements because they, they live in ignorance. Their, their, their mind is seated in, in ignorance. Um, but, you know, they say, well, how can a man in, you know, Minneapolis, a death of a black man in Minneapolis cause people to tear stuff up in, in Kentucky, tear stuff up in, in, in Chicago, tear stuff up in, in California, it's just the whole, you know, cause all this unrest and it's because of uh, the exposure of it. You know, when you're looking at, um, you're looking at a, 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 a black man be murdered or killed in the fashion that he was um, in a very public light and listen to the cries of a man that's begging and pleading for his life, calling out. The, the, the part that brought me to tears is when you hear him call for his mama. 41-year-old man laying on the ground and his mother that passed two years prior to that, and he's crying out for his mother. Uh, it's almost like a, she's like, he's been in his mind, he's literally been reverted to a child crying out for his mama, you know, in his last moments there. And we get to witness that in such a horrific way um, that it just causes that anger in anybody. And I've heard it on from even some of my white brothers that anger to, to, to burn within them. And because, especially for us, because when I look at him, I see, man, it could be, number one, I'm 30, I'll be 38 this year. You and me both. That's that's a few years from me, 41. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what, three, three, four years from now? Mm -hmm. Three years. Bruh, that could be me laying yeah. out there, yeah. calling out for my mama. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm 38. That could, that could, or if it could be my uncle, or it could be my 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 brother, it could be my best friend. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what we see when we see that. That's that that's that that's what causes the indignation, um, to to rise up, the the plea mm -hmm. and the cry for justice. And again, I don't condone any violence as a result of it. Um, 
but people have literally run out of things to do. We've run out of things to say. You know, we've, we've run out of, you know, uh, things to do. So now all we can do, and, you know, this is the constructive part of what we're doing. We're having Absolutely. some constructive conversation to really kind of help to bring to light um, the, the injustice. And I was with Jan Hunter earlier, and I talked, you know, we talked about, you know, his experience and how as musicians and as creatives, we pour our pain into our production. So much. We, you know what I'm saying? We pour our, 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 our experiences into our creation. It is a part of who you are. So when you're hearing, when you hear a track that I've created and you hear me playing the piano on it or doing strings and you, you marvel at the level of uh, the, the, the quality in the, of that, you don't know the pain that it caused to produce that. You don't understand this because you're you're not my music and my production is the sum. Yes, it's it's technique. Yes, it's knowledge. Yes, it's software. Yes, it's what I have access to. Yes, it's this keyboard. It's that keyboard. It's this sound. It's this patch. It's that. But that's not what it is. the The breadth of what it is that you're hearing is the sum total of who I am and who I have developed to be over the last twenty years. Musically, uh, spiritually, emotionally, you know, all of that translates into my music. And so there's stories that 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 we want to highlight. So I know you were sharing with me earlier via text, you know, uh, 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 incident that I think you said that it happened to you. And I want yeah, to give you an opportunity to share that. It's crazy. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll mention a few things and try to make it really quick. Um, but it's crazy. And one of the things that makes it so bad is it's still going on. I mean, even with uh, everybody watching this man, this grown man, uh, get brutalized and murdered uh, live, and they go through and they go through the motions of the op autopsy, and they say, well, he had a pre-existing uh, pre condition. Mm -hmm. We saw mm -hmm. him get choked by another grown man's knee, but you want to use a pre-existing condition nah. to try to... That's, that's, there's no wool. Like, we see it. It's, it's here. So now the private autopsy says, well, mm -hmm. duh, you know, everything yeah. that you saw was, was real. But we didn't need that. We didn't need that. I mean, we have eyes for ourselves. And even um, if he has a pre-existing condition, if you know somebody and they verify to you when you're talking to them that they have, because they said that he was called, the ambulance was called and en route yeah. while he while they were doing all of this. Mm -hmm. And they were holding him down until the ambulance got there. Man, so they so were much. they were they were saying that he was having a medical situation before they threw him on the ground and got on top of him. Mm -hmm. So if you know that somebody is having some sort of medical emergency or reaction, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm like if I if I'm passing out right now and I'm saying, yo, I'm 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 about I think I'm having a heart attack. And I think I'm having a heart attack and I, I fall on the ground or you push me on and you or you push me to the ground and right. then get on top of me. while yeah. I'm just going to sit on top of you until this ambulance get here, you right. know, because you're having a heart attack. I know you're having some some medical issues right now, but I'm just going to get on top of you until I'm just going to lay here on your neck until the, the ambulance gets here to take you to take you to the to the emergency room. I'm just going that. It, 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 it's no way it's bogus. It. It's bogus. Yeah, so it's bogus. I'll, I'll paint a picture of, for you uh, of um, uh, racial injustice in the city of Louisville. Um, shout out to my pastor, uh, Dr. F. Bruce Williams of uh, Bates Memorial. Uh, a few years back, they uh, were putting, and I'm going to paraphrase this, so if I miss any figures or anything like that, uh, 
Shout to my head, not my heart. If you're watching, mm -hmm. you know. Um, they were going to put these, uh, they put these basins in the city of Louisville to collect water to prevent flooding. Um, a few blocks over from our church, which is in the poorest zip code of, uh, in Kentucky, um, they were going to put one of those basins and the basin was like one, two, maybe three blocks long. Um, and they were putting them underground mm -hmm. all over the city. Since this is the poorest zip code to save $3 million, they were going to put it above ground. Um, and, wow. Uh, my pastor got everybody together. We got petitions together and so on and so forth. Uh, everybody, you know, filled out the petitions and they had the nerve to have a meeting down the street from the church uh, for us to participate in to talk about the design that we wanted on the wall that looks like the wall behind me, concrete mm -hmm. wall. Um, but we wasn't having it. So, uh, you know, my pastor, he he preached about it, talked about it. He organized and everybody got uh, together to go to the meeting. Um, a mm -hmm. lot of people from the community, they went to the meeting, but they didn't go to the meeting to talk about the design. He came in. He said his piece. He walked out. Everybody walked out with him. There was a lot of other things done behind the scenes to um, to to uh, thwart this plan, because, I mean, why are you going to give us a concrete wall that looks like a prison in the hood? Wow. And you putting them all over the city underground. Um, long story short. Ain't no wall in the hood. It's all underground. Um, so, I mean, that's that's injustice. That's that's the way, that's Louisville, Kentucky. That's the way we are treated, uh, us brown people. Um, a yeah. couple of situations I had. One, I was uh, on my way to church. I was a little late, so I was rushing a little bit, but I wasn't doing too crazy um, because I didn't want to get pulled over. Right. Uh, so I see a cop. Um, he's in front of me. And speed limit is about 55, so I'm going, I was going 65, and I pulled back to about 60. Uh, he was probably going 70, 75. Uh, so he was, you know, speeding up. Yeah. He looks in his mirror, and he slows down. Keeps slowing down. He slows down, I slow down. He slows mm -hmm. down, I slow down. He mm -hmm. slows down. I'm going the speed limit, and we're, like, right beside each other. So I give it a little gas because I'm in a hurry. And I don't like riding, but actually, I don't. I don't. I think that's against the law to ride neck next to each other. Yeah. That's that's unsafe. So you know, I give it a little gas. Um, of course, turns on his lights, pulls me over, takes his time. He comes to my window. He didn't even say um, because I knew why he was pulling me over, but he didn't even yeah. say you know I'm pulling you over because X Y Z or is there something wrong? Are you okay? Uh, he came to uh, my window and he said you were good uh, when you were behind me. Wow. And that really, for me, painted a picture of how he mm -hmm. actually felt. Yeah. You want me to always in life be behind you. Yeah. I can't do that, brother, because I have to be who I am. Yeah. And I can't follow you if you go in the wrong direction. Um, another situation, I was on my way to college. Um, and I, I, it's crazy because I didn't know what happened at the time. I didn't realize it until years later. Uh, on my way to college, broad daylight. Uh, going to Western Kentucky University, Bowling Green, Kentucky. I get to about Elizabethtown, Kentucky, about 30 minutes outside of the city. And I don't see a cop anywhere. I'm just, you know, going. I'm not I'm not really speeding. I was going maybe about five over the speed limit because uh, there's a certain point that you can speed. And it was, I wasn't there yet, so I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. Um, see lights. I pull over. It's all good. I pull over, grab my stuff. Uh, hands are visible. I didn't know that part. Um, and mm -hmm. 
the police law, officer man, comes that, in my not, car. Not, that's the that's the unconscious Listen, law. That the hand you got that steering you, wheel. Don't move. Put your, put your wallet move, on the dashboard. Don't don't move. Barely make eye contact. Yep. You know. And if you, you know, got to go in the glove box, the let them know. Let them know you going in the glove box and do it slow. So guy comes to my uh, window. Uh, he's a nice guy. He puts on a nice guy persona. Hey, uh, can I see your license and registration, please? Non-confrontational. I'm having a good day. My like, cool, yeah. here it is. Hand it to him. Um, he comes back. He's like, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, no, why did you pull me over? Because the uh, light over your license plate is out. John, it's broad daylight, brother. Broad daylight, <sighs> brother. Broad daylight. So this is this is what got me, and this is what told on him. Um, so, Will, do you mind if I search your car? Now, I'm ignorant. I think I was maybe 18, uh, 18, 19. I'm ignorant to it. So I'm like, yeah, you know, ain't nothing in my car. I ain't done nothing. You know, you going you you might find a bag of stinky clothes or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm taking back with me. Uh so he goes through my car and he's he's looking hard too, like he wants to find something. Yeah. Of course doesn't find nothing that sends me on my way. And again, like I told you, I was, you know, a little naive. Um, and I didn't realize what had happened until yeah. years later, um, that wow. I was profiled. Uh yeah. he saw, you know, a black man. And I mean, I wasn't even driving a uh, nice car. I was driving an 89 uh, uh, Cougar. Yeah. But, you know, tinted windows, oh, he's got mm-hmm. to have something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and it's it's sad because every time I get in my car, every time I'm going somewhere, and I mean, I don't go like random places. Like I'm going somewhere where I'm supposed to be like the store, yeah. like church, mm-hmm. like the gas station. But mm-hmm. you have to be conscious about who's around you because the wrong cop with the wrong attitude who had the wrong uh, run in with the wrong black person before he got his badge, who now has a vendetta against all black people um, may run up on you and, and, and try to get you and pay back that dude that he, he didn't have the courage to pay back before he got his badge. And because he has a gun and a little authority, he wants to press that on you. Um, I mean, even, even yesterday I'm, I'm sitting up, and I'm, this is the moment that I'm away from everything. I, you know, I put my phone down. Um, and I mean, the climate here is everybody's watching the news. Everybody's staying close to what's going on because you never know what could happen. Um, so uh, the pastor for the church that I play for, uh, pastor, good friend of mine, my niece's dad, Pastor Tim Finley Jr., he's out um, and he is protesting. Um, and he's actually one of the leaders of the protest. And he supports peaceful protest and not looting, yeah. non-destructive. Yeah. Um, and they're out there, uh, and to his account, and this is, I believe how I heard him say it, um, the police officer told him that he wanted him to be in a particular place and he didn't agree with it. So next thing you know, they're, uh, they grab him, you know, and as soon as they grabbed him, he said, uh, that they started saying, and it's on my Instagram, uh, post the uh, news. Cause he talked to the news afterwards. He, they grabbed him. Um, and immediately started saying, stop resisting, stop resisting. Um, and you'll even see pictures. They had a taser to his head. John, why? Taser to his head? Did you want him to think it was a real gun? I mean, like, I don't, it's so many things that you have to process. So they get him in the car and they found out that he was the pastor of, of one of the known churches here. And 
he said they changed their tone. And they're talking about they start they stopped calling him whatever they were calling him and start calling him Reverend. And and I mean he's affiliated with the uh governor of Kentucky. He uh just resigned his position at the mayor's office um because he couldn't do it. I mean, all of this stuff is going, he couldn't mm-hmm. do it. So I mean, and I'm and he's my niece's father. Wow. Um, so I'm sitting up my my uh, sister's on the phone with my wife. Um, and I mean, just all the, the whole thought process through that. This is family, you know, mm-hmm. the whole thought mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. through that. And he's a leader. This is it's crazy. And it's 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 a struggle uh, to go through it. So. Um, I mean, you it puts you in a place to where where do we go from here? And I think I heard uh, my cousin and my wife, uh, one of the two of them. Um, said something really, really uh, relevant. We need a leader. Yeah, Trump ain't gonna do it. Yeah, and we can depend on some of the people that don't look like us, but we need somebody that looks like us yeah. to lead. And we we need to come up with a long term plan yeah. um, instead of just doing something for one day or two days or five days or a week. Yeah. Because the vibe with social media is is famous, is popular for a week, and then it dies down, and I go back to spending at those places yeah. that don't like the color of my skin, but like the color of my money. Or I go, mm-hmm. I like uh, going back to, and I, God bless you, I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers with this one. I, I like going back to the uh, pastor that doesn't look like me and doesn't preach yeah. on social justice, doesn't even mention social justice, yeah. um, or That's skirts right. through it, um, but mm-hmm. doesn't address the issue, but he appreciates my tithe every week. Um, mm-hmm. And essentially what it comes down to is it's no longer cool. It's never yeah. been cool, but we need to make you know that it's no longer cool. Yeah. And I think having these conversations like this, you just, and I see, uh, hey, Steve, I hope I'm saying it right, Stevie, uh, you know, he says, thanks for saying, thank you for sharing your story. I'm so sorry for all the injustice. For the oh, yeah. Uh, he says, I'm ashamed of my own silence all these years. Please forgive me. Lord bless you guys. That that's that's just for those com- comments, those things. It, it shows that that's why we wanted to do this today. There were a lot of other, and we and, and we are closed. You know, they people mm-hmm. close their office. We're at home. Mm-hmm. You know, now my my studio happens to be in my house. Yeah, so we're at right, home, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But um, but at the same time, we wanted to uh, do something that would be um. That that would that, you know more than just uh, I think Matt McCoy who's still on here CEO uh, said this earlier uh, in our initial stream this morning he said he didn't want to just take off work and go play golf or sit mm-hmm. at home and play Xbox and just you know do nothing you know and, and say oh we did Blackout Tuesday we didn't open up our office in in support of you know African American justice and injustice mm-hmm. no he said what we're gonna do is we're going to do, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to close and all that stuff. Like, but what we're also going to do is we're going to bring on our black creators. We're going to bring on our black producers, our African, and we're going to let them share their stories of injustice. We're going to let them talk to our community and give them the information so that they can see firsthand uh, what these people are experiencing. That it's more, I, George Floyd is a national you know, a national, you know, exposure to mm-hmm. the incident, but um, it's an isolated incident, really, when mm-hmm. you think about it. In Absolutely. the grand scheme of In what the grand we scheme have of it to, all. Yeah, when we, what we have to go, go through on a day-to-day basis, what happened to George 
and so many others that came before him are isolated incidents that have happened that have that just happened there happened to be a camera there that caught it right but there's so many un unfilmed um situations you know what i mean yeah, it's that like the quote occurred. that's going around it's like the yeah. quote that's going around that says racism isn't getting worse it's getting filmed it's getting filmed so you I know but uh man and i and my cousin can tell you man because i was sitting on my bumper when i saw luke's post and matt man we appreciate you dude uh yeah. when i saw the post from luke community man more people need to do that um more that people part. we we love you for uh standing with us and 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 hope that you continue to do so trust that you will continue to do so um like i like you have gotten a lot of calls from my uh non-black friends and even some of them are saying i don't know what to do or say but i just want to let you know that i see you and i stand yeah. with you yeah same i'm, here, I'm with you it, it's where it's where it is man well this stream is about to about to kick me off again like the other one because we've been on an hour but okay. uh, i i wanted to definitely give uh, you you know bring you on and give you that opportunity to share your experience your story uh, but I also wanted to you know this is a part of it is highlighting what you do you have some amazing tracks on the site atmosphere shift miracle worker uh, you have some great tracks and and I want to employ you know em employ even some of the people that are listening and may see this to support uh, to support our producers because you know your support says a whole lot your wallet <laughs> you know just be honest Amen. your wallet your wallet says more sometimes <laughs> than what your mouth can say. You know Amen. what I'm saying? So uh, to support him, check out his tracks. I wanted to give you an opportunity to, you know, tell the people how they can find your tracks, how they can connect with you even offline, because you got some other stuff going on even outside of of, of, of Loop community. And we want to highlight that and, and honor that as well. Yes, sir. So um, so you can find me on Loop community. Uh, Sheridan Shineway, that's S-H-A-N-W-I. That's my production book or whatever, uh, Williams uh, on Loop Community. Uh, like John was saying, I have some tracks on there. I actually have five tracks that I'm mixing right now, ready to submit to you. Get ready, John. That's I know cool. you already got a lot. Um, and I'm I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm actually, we'll and it's funny, because y'all just said it, because it's the ones that I'm producing that I'm loving. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so something has to break. Uh, <laughs> you got uh, two of Ricky Dillard's songs. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I'm also church music and tech at YouTube. Um, yeah. And on here, as you, of course, you can see it's sh underscore Shineway underscore um, and uh, Sheridan Shineway Williams on uh, Facebook. But I'm always posting when I do stuff. I'm not really super social on there. I've kind of dumbed it down to business. Um, but shoot me something, shoot me a comment, uh, a note or something like that. And I mean, I you know, we can rap or whatever. And uh, thank you, John, man. Thank you for, for everything that you're doing. Also, gospelproducers.com. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It's a lot there. I ain't even going to go into detail. Y'all just go check it out. Go check out gospelproducers.com. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my side hustle. Yes, that's my side hustle. But it's a, it's a good side hustle, and, and, and I'm pleasure to have brothers like you to help me uh, with with uh, with some stuff on there. And, and it, you know, and if you want to know more about that, you can check out my, my regular page at um, John Mike. Uh, I am so, uh, so I uh, appreciate you, Sheridan. Uh, we're going to be back on in just a few minutes with another very special guest. It is my brother from another mother's name is Dave Caton. And Dave Caton, if you don't know who Dave is, you're going to figure out who Dave is. He is what I call a sleeper 
producer. <laughs> uh, he's Dave is producing stuff for like Hezekiah Walker, JJ Harrison, all of that stuff like that. So he's an industry industry producer. He's he's got some uh, master tracks on our site. You, hey. you probably if you heard of Vincent Bohannon and all of those people like that, you've heard him. But I gotta go. Peace.